Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I'm rolling out early this morning, man. I have a uh, I have an aeration and overseeding job that I have to get done for a buddy. So uh, we tried to tackle it the other day, but uh, we got about a tenth of an inch of rain, and I thought it'd be fine. I got out there to the job site, which I've only driven by it. I never actually walked out onto the lawn, so I didn't know how the lawn would handle the uh, you know just a small amount of rain that we got but uh, got out there on it man walked around I thought you know I think it'll be all right there was a couple of areas where I knew uh, where the where the downspouts come off the house that it looked pretty wet and I probably needed to avoid those areas but for the most part away from the house everything else looked uh, solid enough to get out there and do it so I unloaded the vent track and I thought you know I'm just gonna try to hit this little area over here on the far 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 side of the property uh, between the um, you know between this customer's property and the uh, and the neighbor's property I'm like I'll hit it over here on the side that way if it's too wet it won't be a big deal I can back off of it and try again another time so um, when I got out on the lawn uh, let me just explain to you what it looked like a little bit of rye um, that was seeded back last fall so everything was spindly everything was um, you know a little thin and I don't know probably four or five six inches tall in places and so I was like let's just see what happens so I uh, put the aerator down at this point I don't put any seed into the um, the seed box I'm just simply going to aerate you know 10 feet 10 feet and just check it out see what it looks like so I uh, lowered the aerator turned it on lowered the aerator went forward I don't know 10 15 feet or so and then I look back and I'm like man this is kind of iffy so I ended up lifting the aerator out of the soil back it up a little bit checking it out and I just did feel, I did not feel comfortable um, go ahead and, and, and doing the aeration and the overseeding so I backed out of that job uh, let it dry for a couple of days now we got three days um, three days next week in the forecast uh, we have rain so I'm trying to get it knocked out before the next round of rain rolls in and so I'm gonna try to do it today I don't know if it'll work we'll see I'm thinking it should be dry enough now <clears throat> I've given it a couple of days to dry out we got it pretty warm yesterday up into the 80s a little bit of wind not a whole lot so that top surface should definitely be dried out I think the aerator goes in I want to say two and three quarters inches so a little less than three inches deep it kind of goes in there and if you guys aren't familiar it's not like a regular aerator where it's it's tines that just go into the ground or core aerator where uh, you have tines that go into the ramp, into the ground, and and when they come out, they pull out uh, plugs of of dirt and grass. It's not like that either. So you don't have core plugs laying on the ground when you get done. It's basically an aerator, like a tine aerator, but once it hits the ground and goes into the ground, it vibrates like 360 degrees. So it's constantly vibrating. Uh, in each direction forward back left right everything in between uh, so those tines are vibrating as they're going into the ground so you can do it more aggressive the slower you go the more aggressive it's going to be the faster you go the less aggressive it's going to be so it just depends on how you want to overseed it or how you want to aerate it uh, you have control uh, of all that simply by going a little slower be more aggressive going a little faster uh, less aggressive so that is um, that's how the aerator set up and then on top of the aerator is a is a cedar box and you can full, fill that cedar box up and on the very end of the cedar box is a chain driven uh, I don't know I don't know what you want to call it but the whole cedar is chain driven so I just flip on a switch and once I flip on that switch, that chain starts moving and it starts dropping seeds, uh, you know, right there 
uh, on top of the aerator, or the aerator, I should say. And so when you're aerating, you're dropping seeds at the same time. So in one pass, you can do aeration and overseeding simply in one pass with the uh, Ventrac Aerovator is what they call it. So that's what I'm going to do today, but I just want to talk to you guys about uh, working with companies, man, working with brands. It's it's something that I've thought about a lot. It's something that I wanted to share a lot, but kind of got to be careful uh, the way you the way you present, the way I'm going to present this because um, there's two things here. When you're working with brands, well, first of all, let me ask you the question, um, or ask myself the question even, since I've been working with brands since like 2017, it's like, the question I ask myself is, is it really worth it to work with brands? And that just depends. It all depends. It, all, it depends on the brand. It depends on the long-term uh, effect that it will have. It, deter- it depends on the creator, the content creator, uh, the person, you know, creating the content. It depends on so many things. So just want to share my experiences over the years since back in 2017 is kind of when I first got started with uh, creating content. And um, sorry, guys, hold on one second. I've got a fox, a couple of fox, just crossed the road in front of me, heading out through the pasture. So I was like, is that a deer? Is that a is that a fawn? Is that a fox? What it what is a fox? Okay, so getting back to the uh, content creation. That's what happens when you get these truck talks. Um, it depends on the creator, man. It depends on the brand. It depends on a lot of different things. So just from my experience going back to 2017 when I first started kind of doing all this stuff, um, two years before that, I started creating a whole lot of content. And the reason I created the content was just to uh, keep in touch with other friends that I've met in the lawn care industry and the lawn care community online, you know. So I could see what they were up to. They could see uh, what I'm up to. We can have something to talk about, have something to bounce ideas around. And so when I see, you know, one guy doing this over here, maybe it's a service that I don't offer, I could ask him about it, and he could fill me in because he's been doing it so long. And vice versa, you know, if I'm doing something like the Ventrac work now that maybe uh, somebody else is not familiar with. They can bounce ideas off of me, and I can try to help them out. So it was just um, it was just a good tool to use to stay in touch with others and to help, uh, to help others out and really um, just share life with people. So, um, yeah, so I've been, you know, creating a little content here and there, and then brands start to notice uh, maybe other people creating content uh, maybe myself creating content, so they'll reach out to you. But not all brands are created equal. Not all opportunities are in your favor. And just wanted to share some of those experiences with you guys, so that you'll know if you're thinking, if you're on the fence, if you're if you're thinking about creating content, if you're thinking about working with brands. I've had several guys reach out to me here recently asking me about. Uh, these brands potentially want to work together. It's like, what do you even do? Because a lot of people just don't even know. I mean, they start out like I did. I had no clue what I was doing when these brands started contacting me early on. But now I've realized uh, the work involved, if you're working with a brand, depending on the situation, depending on what the brand wants out of the deal and what you want out of the deal as a content creator, it's... um, it could be a whole lot of work. It could be, it could be something simple, but it could be something that takes a lot of your time, and and that's the main thing, man. It's like we don't realize. It's like I want to, I want to, like, um, I want to. The whole content creation thing. I I refer to it as a leaf cleanup job. I don't know if you guys do leaf cleanup. You may or may not, but. Let me just share my experiences with leaf cleanup. I go to a property, and this is early on. I'm getting a lot better as the years go by, but early on, I'll just share with you what happened on the first leaf job I ever did. This is the first leaf job that I ever took on. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I didn't have a clue what I was getting myself into. But 20 years ago, 
and this was 20 years ago, actually 21 years now, it was my first year. I had a customer call, potential customer call. They wanted their leaves cleaned up. Yeah, sure, I can clean up your leaves, you know. It was when I first started. I was needing the money. I was wanting to take on every job that came my way. I had no clue what I was doing. I went to that job and it was a little 36 inch gate that you had to open up to get into the backyard. Once you got into the backyard, it was like, wow. Like now, I wouldn't even attempt that yard, even with the equipment that I have today, because I know I'm gonna be in there a long time and it's not gonna be efficient. And the customer's not gonna wanna pay, probably won't wanna pay like a thousand bucks to have it done, which is what it should really cost. So I go into this backyard blind. I'm looking around. You don't see a whole lot of leaves. I mean, on top, there's a lot of vines, there's a lot of beds, there's a lot of obstacles. So it doesn't look like much until you get started. And that's how content creation can be in certain situations, in certain, uh, you know, certain jobs you take on uh, doing content creation. It doesn't look like a lot until you start doing the work. So that job, it didn't look like much. I started doing the work. It took me forever. Matter of fact, I had my parents helping me at the time, both of them, mom and my dad, helping me on this job. We spent two days. I'm not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating. We spent two days. I still remember how many bags of leaves. Bags of leaves, that's all right. We didn't suck the leaves up. We didn't haul them off, tarp them up. We bagged them. So imagine going into a backyard, bagging all the leaves, bringing the leaves all the way out of the back into the front. And I had a 12-foot utility trailer at the time that I used. We cleaned that yard up. It took us two days. So two days, three people working the whole time. And it took us like, I don't know, we probably worked eight hours a day back then. Save for simple math. Um, let's say 15 hours in two days. And we had uh, three guys working. So 45, yeah, is that 45? 45 man hours that's crazy so so yeah 15 hours three hours or three guys working 45 man hours so crazy it took us that long to knock out the property but that's what you get yourself into we had I'm gonna just gonna tell you how many bags of leaves we had because I always remember this and we counted them, every one of them, threw them on the trailer. We had to make multiple trips because the number I'm going to tell you here, these are large, large contractor bags, like the big black, the biggest bag you can get, right? The big black bags, the big black bags that are heavy duty and, and won't split, won't bust. 98. We had 98 leaf bags, contractor bags full of leaves. I mean, piled in there, smashed down, piled more in there. And we dumped those on our 12-foot utility trailer. Well, the 12-foot utility trailer wouldn't hold a whole lot, so we were taking multiple trips. And then when we got to the dump, we had to dump them, take them all out, open up the bags, dump them out. Then we had to dispose of 98 trash bags. So it was awful. Worst experience we ever had. We never wanted to do leaf cleanup ever again. And so after that, we were really selective on the jobs that we took on. A matter of fact, didn't do leaf cleanup for a while after that, simply because, uh, oh, I don't even know if I told you how much. I think I did tell you how much we charged the customer. But it was $100. We'll take care of your leaves for $100. We'll spend 45 man hours. We'll even remove 98 bags full of leaves for a hundred bucks low low price of free basically we did that work for free so anyways live and you learn man and that's what i want to tell you guys about working with um working with different brands man you can get into a job that doesn't look like much on the outside then when you get into it you 
you do the videoing, you uh, do the editing. That's not on top of trying to be creative, um, depending on what the product is that you're uh, marketing or that you're um, promoting. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll want to um, like for me, it was like anything lawn care related, man. I'm really interested in like if it can help me out, make me more efficient. I'm gonna try it out, see if it works for me. Uh, when I create a video, each video I create, I don't try to create it saying, "Hey, this is uh, this product. I just received it from this company." And it's the greatest thing you ever check it out. No, I'm like, hey, I'm Cameron. I run a lawn care business. I've been in business for 20 years, 21 years now. And this company sent me this product to try out. So I'm gonna test it out and see how it works. You know, I'm not gonna give feedback on the first video. It's not gonna be the best thing ever um, on the first video. I'm not gonna bash the product unless it completely falls apart and it's just like not worth you know giving not even worth getting for free you know what I mean uh, I give companies the benefit of the doubt um, I, I allow them to work through problems and issues uh, just like me running my lawn care business you know um, I screw up all the time and I'm constantly learning and so we're not we're you know we're human we're not perfect and we're trying to become better, right? So I feel like these companies, uh, they're human. They're not perfect. They're trying to become better. They have a product to sell. Uh, they're trying to get it into the hands of people that would really like to try it out. So uh, from that standpoint, I never, ever um, try out a product and try to, you know, try it out and say, hey, this is the best thing ever. Go buy it. I'll never tell you to go buy anything. Um, if I'm trying something out, it's simply to try it out and show you guys what it can do, what it can't do, and just uh, leave it up to you as the viewer, leave it up to you as the lawn care operator to uh, make that decision, man. You're the, you're the one that knows how much money you have. You're the one that knows how much you can spend uh, to try things out, to take a risk. Uh, even with like the Ventrac, you know, I love the Ventrac. Um, my buddy Aaron Sutter, he just recently picked up a Ventrac with a couple attachments, spent a whole lot of money doing it, but I didn't want to push him uh, either way. I, I wanted to just show him what I've been able to do with the Ventrac and the attachments, but I didn't want to uh, push him and, you know, feel like I was trying to push him into buying something that he doesn't need, you know. Uh, I think the Ventrac is a great product. I think it has... Uh, great uh, tractor, great attachments, a great opportunity to make a ton of money, a lot more money per hour than you ever would mowing. But it's up to you, man. It's up to Aaron. It's up to uh, the person looking at uh, adding those different services because you could add completely different services other than lawn care related with that machine. Like Aaron, he's doing a lot of power raking jobs, a lot of gravel driveway restoration jobs. So he's renovating. Uh, gravel driveways they have a lot of potholes uh, where he lives they got a lot of gravel driveways apparently um, same thing as here you know and he's going in there he's taking this piece of equipment and he's transforming the gravel driveways or maybe even parking lots from mud holes and potholes to nice clean smooth uh, gravel driveways you know that won't uh, fill up with a whole lot of water so completely different service than uh, lawn care and uh, you know the lawn industry but he can also use it to do brush mowing he can also uh, use the tough cut anyways to do brush mowing bush hogging work and he can uh, use that power rake to do lawn renovations I don't know if he started doing that yet but that's a big money maker it's what I've been doing here recently um, in my business I've been using the power rake to do lawn renovations uh, have areas Matter of fact, I did one just the other day where the utility company came into um, somebody's lawn doing some repair work. I think they were putting a new pole up, actually, and they rutted the rutted the the yard completely up. I mean, the whole front yard from uh, one edge of the property to the other edge, the very front property, probably 20, 30 feet in the front, 
just rutted the rutted the entire yard up. I mean, it was it was wet. You got to get in there and do what you got to do, but they rutted it up, so gave me the opportunity to come in, smooth it all out with the power rake, which Aaron can do uh, just fine. He's ran the power rake enough now to know how to get in there and smooth out a lawn, same way you would a gravel drive. And then I went back with the aerator I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, and I aerated and I seeded, um, put fresh seed down on that on that lawn that I slicked down. So, anyways, um, it's like that, man. It's it's a it's a nice piece of equipment, gonna make you a lot of money. There's a lot of companies out there that have really great products that I think. Uh, that are trying to get them out there. Maybe it's a company that's been around for a long time. They've got a million dollar business and they want to promote their new products. Or maybe it's a company uh, like Comfort Trim uh, that just came out. I mean, they didn't just come out with it, but I should back up and say that uh, I just received their product. Haven't even tried it out. I have no clue if it's any good or not. I'm not going to sit it you know, get on here and say, go try it out. I have no idea, man. It could be the worst thing ever, but it could be a cool thing. It could be something that uh, could be beneficial to a lot of people. I have a lot of grown-up lawns um, that need trimmed, and what comfort trim is, it's like, just think of shin guards. I'm just going to use that example. Uh, If you ever played soccer, you wear shin guards. Well, these are shin guards that kind of, um, they're not really... Uh, tight to your legs they're breathable and they're um, kind of out around your legs but they basically go from your knees down to your shoes and it's supposed to keep the the rocks and the grass from hitting your legs right I've never tried them out so I'm going to try them out here shortly but anyways just companies like that you know just trying to get their products out there it may be something that works great for me maybe something that's that's a horrible idea for somebody else but um, if I can, you know, share their product with other people out there, uh, there's people out there that may be trimming uh, really tall grass, like I'm thinking Al Blades or some of these other guys um, that trim really tall grass, you know, maybe it's a situation like that where they're trimming really tall grass and it's constantly getting on their legs and their, and their, and their uh, you know, pants it's like that might be kind of cool for somebody like that that's constantly in tall grass trimming um trimming it down and it may you know keep it off their legs or whatever so there's a lot of products out there a lot of companies out there but not every company is created equal not every uh, deal is is uh is worth it so should you work with content or i'm sorry should you work with other brands as a content creator, man, that's totally up to you. It's a, it just really depends on on how much time you have. Is it worth the risk? Uh, there's opportunities where I've gotten into where I've tried products out. I spent a whole lot of time videoing. And on the back end, man, it's just like it really wasn't worth the time that I put into it. I really wasn't compensated enough for it, whether that's uh, the free product or whether that's Uh, being paid or whether that's maybe leading into a potential deal with a bigger product so you really have to weigh every situation and really think about it hard and think about it if it's worth your time if it's worth your investment and what's the return on the investment you know you spend all this time uh, like this leaf cleanup job only I spent 45 hour man hours got a hundred bucks for it you could literally spend um, 40 hours, you know, creating, creating content, editing, um, trying out the product, um, doing different videos, creating the copy, posting to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. And, um, you could spend all that time, like 40 hours doing all that and not even make a dime. You know, you could, you could do all that work and not make any money at all. Whereas with lawn care or Ventrac, you can spend 40 hours and make a whole lot of money. So, really got to be cautious, be careful. A lot of people spend a whole lot of time posting, hoping that companies will recognize them and reach out to them. That can be dangerous too because, like I said, if you're spending all your time or a lot of your time um, promoting 
the brand that you're using, whatever brand it is, it could uh, it could backfire on you. You know, it could be one of those things where you spend a whole year or two years or maybe even three years sharing content on a particular brand, and at the end of the day, it's like they don't even want to have anything to do with you. They don't want to work with you. They're not working with anybody. So it could be frustrating because you really like the product and you would really like to promote it for them, but at the same time, they may not, be, they may not even be interested. They may not even want anyone to promote their product, you know, which is silly. Uh, it's kind of crazy, but they may be in the position where they're like, you know what, we're not going to do this. We're not going to work with anybody. Um, so you've wasted your time. So my question to you is, of all that time you spent promoting, maybe it's a zero turn. Maybe it's a zero turn that you love, you've had forever. Uh, you, you really want to help promote it, and you really are promoting it in hopes that you may get to work with them someday. You might spend hundreds, even thousands of hours. You really don't realize it, like that leaf cleanup job, until you spend all this time and you don't get anything in return. So you could waste all your time, spend all your time doing that, and you could come up short. You could come up empty. You could come up with no deals at all. So it's 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 hard uh, for me to tell you which direction to go one way or the other. That's definitely up to you. Your finances, if you if you have the time um, to create the content, if you have the money, because think about it, if you spent all that money promoting another brand, just think how much more money you could have made promoting your own brand, spending that time promoting your own brand locally in your area. A lot of guys create content right now, they put it on Instagram, they put it on Facebook, they put it on YouTube. And a lot of them put that content on there and gear it towards other lawn care, um, other lawn care guys, guys in the lawn care community, which is cool. And that's how brands, uh, you know, see you and reach out to you. But at the same time, what if you spent all that time creating all the content for your brand locally and you promoted it in uh, in a way that would help you out? with your lawn care business locally, you know, instead of saying, hey, this is the brand that we run, um, check it out, you know, it's an awesome brand, it's never let us down, it leaves uh, excellent stripes, it cuts good, all this and that, you know, that's not gonna, that's not gonna, going to, um, that's not going to allow customers or potential customers to just pick up the phone and start calling you. They could care less about your equipment, what you're running, what the brand is, a lot of times how it even cuts. So you could switch that around though and say, hey, um, just knocked out this lawn. It's been seven days since I mowed it. We're on a tight schedule. We show up to your property every week. We, we're on schedule. We, we're uh, professional. We wear uniforms. Uh, we wear, um, or we have nice, clean equipment. We have nice, clean trucks. We have our logo on there. We have her name on her shirts. And you can just share a little bit about your company, uh, what it looks like, how you present yourself, uh, what kind of work you do, and a little bit more about your company, and share that locally, and your phone could blow up, man. Your phone could ring off the hook. So... Um, you could spend that time promoting your own company and get a lot more return on investment, especially initially. Um, I think a lot of times on the content side of things, it takes a long time for uh, you to get noticed. I mean, I've been doing this for two, since 2016-17, and it's, I've, I've spent thousands and thousands of thousands of hours creating content, and it's like just now... You know, um, companies recognize you, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more each year. So I've invested a whole lot of time. Um, is it worth it? The amount of time that I've invested? I don't know, man. Maybe. 
maybe not. It just depends on how you look at it. If you're wanting to grow the content side of things, I would say, yeah, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to um, go to the gym and work out. You know, you're going to have to improve your skills. You're going to have to spend a lot of time uh, shooting free throws. You know, you're going to have to put in all that work in order for it to pay off when it's time to play the game. So uh, same thing with working with these brands, man. You're going to have to put in a whole lot of work, a whole lot of uh, editing, a whole lot of videos, a whole lot of content creation ideas. Um, you're going to have to spend a whole lot of time doing that uh, to get noticed, you know. That's that's all there is to it. It's like these basketball players, you know, Michael Jordan, he spent a whole lot of time that a lot of people did not even see, and all of a sudden he's like the best basketball player that's ever played, you know. It's just like uh, you creating content. You may spend years and years creating content, um, editing content, uploading content. It may take years and years of that before any company even notices you and be like, hey, this is the best guy out there right now creating content. Yeah, he may be the best guy now, but it may have taken him 10 years uh, of work and sacrifice and sweat to to get to where he is so it's just a trade-off man it's like it's all up to you it's like is it worth it for you is it is it not worth it for some it is for some it is not and just like looking at the basketball games um, just like looking at NBA players you spend all that work and all that time and very few people make it uh, professionally where they make money at it and that's the same thing with content creation I think you could spend all this time and there's very few or very little people out there that make it to where companies pay them to promote products or to try out products or to run their products. So it's um, I think it's going to become more and more of a thing in the future simply because there are a lot of good companies out there to work with. There are a lot of good content creators out there to work with, and I believe it will help both. You know, it will help the content creator. It will help them provide for their families. It will help them uh, grow their lawn care business, whether it's getting uh, different equipment or making money to pay for equipment. So I think it's very beneficial to uh, content creators and lawn care guys running their own business locally. I think it's a huge benefit to work with brands in that way. And the brands definitely benefit. It's like if a brand is not working with a content creator right now, it's like, why? Why wouldn't you do that? You could literally grow your brand uh, so quickly and in a way that's more authentic uh, just by having guys promote your products that already use your products. Like there's this guy named Matthew... And I'm sorry, Matthew, I don't know your last name. Uh, I do know it. I just I can't remember offhand. But he's promoted Skag. He's promoted the Skag mowers for years and years, man. I've 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 I don't know I don't know how long he's ran Skag equipment, but I do know he's got a V ride and he um he ran that for a long time, always posting pictures and videos. He has perfect accounts, he's laying some beautiful stripes and he, uh, I think he picked up another V-Ride, and then he started posting pictures and videos on that. He may even have three V-Rides by now. I, I, I think he might, but I'm not positive. But it's just like Matthew. It's, it's, you know, he's created content. He's posted pictures. He's posted videos. He's got great captions. He does a great job promoting, like, his, uh, you know, his company. He's, he does a great job promoting the brands that he uses. And here recently... I think just within like the last week or two, uh, I noticed on one of his videos, he is now working with Skag. Uh, it said Skag Ambassador. So really cool to see his hard work that he put in pay off. And on top of that, uh, Matthew is also working with Jobber. So Jobber's another company that notices these, um, these people that create content. And they will reach out to them occasionally and say, hey, uh, you want to work together. So uh, Matthew is working with Jobber. He's working with Skag. Uh, maybe working with some more brands that I, that I uh, have missed. 
you know, on social media, but he spent a whole lot of time. If you ask Matthew, hey, you're working with Jobber now. Hey, you're working with Skag now. Um, is it worth it? You may hear, I don't know what you would hear. It'd be interesting to see, you know. Just ask Matthew if it's worth it working with Jobber, working with Skag. Um, it may pay off in the long run. It may not. I have no idea. I don't know his situation. I don't know if he's getting paid uh, money to promote the products. I don't know if he's just getting like the product itself to try out. Uh, I don't know if he's creating the content and just getting maybe something else like um, exclusive, like sneak peek of what's coming up or or new products, you know, up and coming. It's it's it is what it is, man. He's uh, he's now working with those two companies, and what he receives or what he's compensated for uh, by promoting and creating all this content for these companies that's up to those guys you know I don't know what it is but it's it's up to those guys to figure out and it's up to Matthew to figure out you know is it going to be worth it spending all this time promoting uh, these products is it going to be worth it and I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to uh, to just put Matthew out there I mean there's all these guys there's thousands of guys out there literally thousands uh, my buddy Shuby with JBS Lawn and Landscaping, he's awesome, man. He creates really, really good content. Um, he shows the uh, Ferris mowers in action. He's the one that kind of got me into the Ferris mowers. He shows the Wright mowers in action, and he shows the Steiner in action. And he's the one that got me to uh, looking at Steiner uh, versus Ventrag. He's the main one that got me looking at those two brands, uh, the Steiner brand, the Ventrag brand, and getting me to look at the uh, Ferris brand. So uh, Shuby's put out a whole lot of content, JBS Lawn and Landscaping. Go check out uh, his you know, uh, page on Instagram. But he's another one, man. He's put out so much time, so much time, so much time. And I don't have a clue why Steiner or Ferris hasn't reached out to him and said, hey, let's work together. Do you do awesome work, which he does amazing work, with both Steiner um, with both Ferris, Wright mowers, and he does uh, really good work with the Bobcat and the Kubota. He's got Kubota tractor, Bobcat skid steers. He just does amazing work. Uh, there's a lot of high-end work, and he really promotes these brands, these you know companies. So um, that'd be like Shuby. You know, he's put in a lot of hours, hundreds, thousands, and thousands of hours, really. Uh, promoting all these brands, but right now, I'm not sure if he's working with any of these brands, you know. Um, it would be silly for these brands not to work with him, simply because he does such a great job. He he, he uses the equipment, he's very authentic, he, um, he does the work locally, he's already doing the work, he's just sharing and showcasing what the equipment can do, so... If these brands are listening, man, you really need to look at uh, JBS Lawn and Landscaping. He's up in Pennsylvania. He runs the Steiner. He runs the Kubota tractors, Bobcats, Kid Steers. He runs uh, the Ferris and Wright mowers and does amazing work. So if you would ask Shuby, hey, Shuby, is it worth it to um, promote all these brands when you haven't really uh, received any compensation you know, from these brands, is it is it worth it? He might say, yeah, it's worth it, you know, because it may pay off in the long run. Or he might say, you know what, I spent a lot of time doing it. Brands really haven't recognized me. They haven't reached out. I just think I'm going to go back to just promoting myself locally and not even promoting these brands. And he would be spot on, you know. If he was uh, to say that, I would be like, hey, I understand, man. It's a lot of work, a lot of work putting putting content out there, uh, trying to get recognized. Um, it's like anything else, you know, you try to get a promotion at work, you try to get recognized, you really do your best, you, you go 110%, you do your absolute best, uh, you try to make it look really, really good, you try to um, do an excellent job, and you may or may not be recognized, man. So that's just, that's just part of the risks you take. So, um, it's 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 interesting, man. Back in 2018, I worked with a company, and I'm not going to throw the company under the bus because it's a really really good company. Uh, they have excellent products. I I use their products here locally, but 
they had a third party um, and that's what I found a lot of these companies do they have a third party that takes care of their marketing so instead of uh, that particular brand the marketing department of that equipment brand um, taking care of all this they hire out a third party a, a marketing company to run like the social media stuff and so this particular brand um, like I said has really great equipment I use the equipment it works awesome I have everything good to say about the equipment but um, the company they had at the time doing the whole third-party marketing thing it just it, it it wasn't good man it was not good at all um, they're just everything they did was it was it was awful so I got out of it super quick I saw what was going on a lot of guys jumped out of it that were uh, working with this you know partner but you never know until you get in there man it could be like the best company ever to work with it could be it could be a bad thing to work with so um, don't think because people are working with these brands that it's like the best thing ever because it may not be man I thought it was a really cool opportunity I thought it was a whole lot of fun but then you start working with these other companies that do marketing and it just it was it was it drained me down mentally um, it wasn't worth it uh, as far as return on investment you did all this work they expected way too much and you got nothing out of the deal um, they sent you a free product but the amount of time and effort you had to put in to to stay in that system to stay in that program you had to create all this content and it was like monthly check-ins or whatever and it's like are you creating this or have you done this have you done that you know you have to do the phone calls and everything and it just turned into a mess and on top of that man the uh, the company the third-party marketing company that was taking care of this they didn't care about the the content creators at all man it, it got really bad they actually have some videos out there where they um, they bash they bash the uh, the influencers influence marketing they they think it's a joke they bash them I don't know if this company is still working with this equipment brand or not I have no idea I haven't asked I've lost touch with all of that going on there but it was bad man it was bad they were they were getting on there and getting on people's personal Facebook pages uh, bashing them and their views and their opinions on th on different things, whether personal or like religious, or uh, it, it was it was bad. And then then on top of that, like I said, they had videos on their uh, pages, on their marketing pages, where they bashed influencers and basically said this is stupid. Companies, brands should not work with influencers at all. So basically, what we were doing at the time these influencers these people creating content they were creating content for this equipment brand and making the marketing company a separate company from the equipment company the marketing company that created all this these content creators were making a ton and I mean a ton a ton of money for these marketing companies and when it was all said and done the content creators were getting the short end of the stick man they were making nothing they got a product they had to work their tail off to promote it they were getting absolutely nothing and on top of that they were getting bashed by the marketing company so really got to be careful who you're working with um, if whether it's a marketing company or it's the actual uh, marketing department of that brand of equipment just got to be cautious man got to be careful and really have to um, yeah you really have to be just careful because uh, every company that you work with is not the same uh, there's been really really great companies that I've worked with there's been third-party marketing companies that I've worked with that are awesome uh, that I'm still working with uh, they go above and beyond they, they they do everything they can to to help you out and they they know the value exchange of what you can bring to the table and they compensate you for that whether that's uh, through equipment or whether that's 
them paying you to promote products. Um, just, just think of it this way, man. If you're out doing lawn care all day long, every single day, you're doing it for one reason, right? You're doing it to make money. And the second reason, and my main reason, is to provide for my family. That's the main reason I'm out here working and grinding every single day, all day long, is to provide for the family. That's my number one priority. I have to provide for my family. My wife stays at home with the girls. She takes care of the the house. She takes care of the kids. I go out there. My main priority, my main goal, uh, my main thing that I have to do every single day is provide for the family and make sure they're taken care of. So whether that's doing lawn care, whether that's helping out companies, brands, make sure you're compensated for it, you know. It's just like we say in the lawn care industry. Price of everything is going up. It takes more and more money to live. It takes more and more money to pay your bills. It takes more and more money to get ahead in life. And you got to make sure you're charging accordingly. Just like in your lawn care and landscaping business, I raised my prices a lot this year simply because the price of equipment's going up, the price of fuel's up, the price of labor's up. The price of everything, trucks, you name it, parts, if you can find them, the price of everything has gone up. When you go to the store to buy anything at all, the price is going to be a lot more expensive. So if you're running a lawn care business, if you're running a landscaping business, you got to adjust those prices. you got to raise them up so that you're profitable, so that you're able to pay your equipment off, so that you're able to fix your equipment when it breaks down, so that you're able to make enough money to pay the bills, so you're able to make enough money to provide for your family, so you're able to make enough money to uh, maybe go on a vacation or or upgrade your truck that's that's about shot. All these things, all these things you do every single day, uh, they're decisions. You know, they're decisions you got to make. And I made decisions this year to cut way back on my properties. As I've shared with you guys, I've cut way, way back on my properties. I've given a lot of my properties to my one of my best buddies that's in the lawn care industry. I've tried to help him out as much as I could uh, grow his business. It's helping him out a little bit. It's uh, helping me out by not having so much of a workload. And like I've shared before, I adjusted my prices a lot, a whole lot. Some of them oh, so much that... I can't even believe that the customer's like, yeah, just go ahead and do it. Um, simply because I try to do a, an excellent job. I try to stay on top of it, try to stay on schedule and really take care of the customer. So uh, I've done all those things, you know, and, I, and I've switched to weekly only. And that was another thing I didn't think some, some people were going to go along with, but they did because they wanted me in there. They wanted me to be the one to take care of their property. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I did. So just like the content creation side of things, make sure it's worth it, man. Don't spend your wheels. Don't spend all your time. Don't spend all your energy uh, on creating content in hopes that a brand will pick you up or in hopes that a brand will work with you um, because you could spend all that time and you could actually lose money in the business by not focusing on what's really moving the needle. So I just want you guys to be cautious, be careful. Um, is it, is it worth it? Absolutely. It could be worth it if you put in the time, but you have to weigh that risk. Do you have time to, uh, to waste, you know, do you have money to waste? Um, do you need to be making money elsewhere? Do you have a little bit of, of, um, you know, a little bit of areas where you can afford to not make maybe money for a couple hours in order to create this content? Do you have, uh, are you in a position where you can, you can spend a little time over here doing this instead of mowing and doing landscaping jobs that you make some good money on? It's, it's, it's something that you have to, you have to, you have to weigh that risk. But I just want you guys to be cautious, be careful. If you want to work with brands, if you want to work with different companies, because just like that leaf cleanup job that I did 21 years ago, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I, I got in over my head. 
I did a leaf cleanup job that I didn't make any money at all on. I spent way too much time on. And yeah, I could have made a whole lot more money in that time period uh, than I did. And that's simply because I just didn't know. And so with creating content and working with these brands, there may be a whole lot of gray areas where you're like, I just don't know. Um, where you go into it, maybe a company reaches out to you, they're asking you uh, this or that, or if you want to work with them, and you get excited about it. You know, I've been promoting this brand for two, three, four, five years. They finally want to work with me. But at the same time, they may pitch you something that's not worth it at all, you know. Get in a piece of free equipment in order for you to share tons and tons and tons and tons of videos it may or may not be worth it, man. Honestly, it may be worth it. It may not be worth it. That's just something you're going to have to think about and weigh. Uh, but uh, shoot me a message, man. The Lawn Care Life, the Lawn Care Life at gmail.com. Or reach out to me on Instagram, the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Uh, reach out to me. Let me know what you guys think. If you're thinking about working with brands, maybe a brand has reached out to you and asking you questions. Maybe you don't know how to answer them. Um, maybe you have questions about, you know, working with different companies or how you should approach them. If you're, if you want to, uh, if you want to reach out to them, maybe, you know, it's a company that you really like, you trust. It's a, they make a good product. You want to work with them, reach out to them, man, reach out to them and, and, and let them know. But if it's something that you want to run by me before you do it, I don't have all the answers. I'm really, really new at this, but I have worked with a handful of companies and I have turned down a whole lot more companies than I've worked with simply because uh, they wanted a whole lot out of the deal and it really, really wasn't worth it to spend my time doing that. So I'm out of here, man. I've rambled on enough. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I hope you guys take a minute to reach out to me. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Let me know what you guys think if you're thinking about working with brands or if you got any questions about that, reach out to me and let, let me know, man, because just like in lawn care, just like in landscaping, running your business, it's good to reach out to others, see how they're doing things and see how, um, you know, see how they're, they're running their business to be more profitable and to be able to provide for their families. So reach out to me, let me know if you got any questions. I'll try to help you out as much as I can and as much as I'm able to. So, uh, I'm Cameron. I'll catch you in the next one, and I uh, hope you guys have a good day. And as always, hey, God provides.